Hello, my name is Olivia Francis. I'm a multi-award winning artist and songwriter living in Nashville, Tennessee. Welcome to What's Your Birthday and What Does It Mean? Sisters Jerry Isaacs and Donna Bernard, co-moderators of the popular Clubhouse Room, explore life's dynamics from their unique point of view based on the day you are born. Sponsored by NashvilleGuitarGuru.com and DearWiseWomen.com. Always fun, never disappoints. It's always in the cards. Hey, Donna. Hey, Jerry. We have a lot to talk about. Lots been going on. You know, there's so much in the news and, and, and about women in particular. Yep. But we're going to start our discussion or our conversation going back to January 6th. 2021. Yes, that horrific day. And and the reason is because in the news this week and the last week was Cassidy Hutchinson. Courageous young lady. And she um, is speaking truth to power. Yep. And that and takes courage. That takes a lot of courage because she's only 25 years old. Mm-hmm. And when what we do here at Dear Wise Women is we look at people from our unique point of view based on the day they are born, the unique personality tra- uh, traits, their inner superpowers, um, what, you know, what sets them apart and uh, what they're really about. And the first thing I did when I heard Cassidy Hutchinson's name was I called you and I said, Jerry, what's her birthday? What are her cards? It's true. Well, that's how we, that's how we judge people. It's Not really judge, but that's how we know, you know, what makes someone do what they do, you know, the, the capacity they have to be truthful or not, you know, it just tells us a lot about that person. Well, it, it's the insight into who they are. And she is a six of clubs, eight of diamonds and a six of clubs. Yeah. Well, the Six of Clubs is a great card. I mean, she's young, but she's very wise. And she used that that wisdom to to really know what she had to do when it came when it came down to it. She couldn't really ignore what she saw. And she wasn't gonna lie. I mean, they had her four different times speaking to on on um on the tape, but you know the reason why she actually came forward was because the threats she was getting. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that's what, that's what it was about. It was, you know, when, I don't know if you saw it, but at the end of that whole, that hearing that she was in, uh, Liz Cheney, who's another courageous woman, um, actually started showing a few of the threats that, that people got have gotten. And one of them was to her and it's pretty horrible. Well, you know, when you, when you choose, when you have to, when you choose to stand up and say the truth, say time out, this is what, you know, you can't unsee, you must speak the truth. It takes a lot of courage. And the truth is, it should just be, no, we speak the truth. But let's just do a recap because it, you know, just time flies it's been a, a rough couple of years, and we're starting a conversation about a day, January 6th, 2021. Mm-hmm. The day when, if we if we didn't know it by now, by then, we sure knew it then, that the country was very divided. Yeah. Something country- was going on that was not normal for our country. Well, and, and, you know, when a president is elected, there's, there's, a, you know, we do this every four years. There's a transfer of power, peaceful. good, bad, or indifferent. Peaceful. There's a peaceful. And, you know, you just, it, it's like any game. You win, you lose, you know, you shake hands, you go home. You know, we've talked about this before, how even like with our children, like yes, it was, there was beginning to be like, oh, there's no losers. Everyone's a winner. Whether you win or lose, you're a winner. And, you know, we have to teach people that losing with grace is is important, too. 
to be able to hold your head up because you were still in, it's almost like the Super Bowl when we were talking about, well, right. You know, it's any competition. I mean, people love competition, but people also love to win, but then they can be sore losers. And that's really not good because that is just destructive. Yeah, but this really went beyond a sore loser. This was just, well, you know what? When we saw this on TV, you know, I, I forget if you called me or I just saw it. I'm like, you you can't even believe that it was not out of a movie, that it was really happening in our capital. You know, and I've been to Washington many times on business and, you know, have been to all these places that they're talking about. And you say to yourself, could this this had to be out of a movie. This is not our reality. If they had made that into a movie, we would have been like, that's never could happen here. <laughs> right. We wouldn't have believed it. No, no. So so you have, you know, so what, what we've learned, and, and you know, you always learn things, you know, from uh whatever happens. You you didn't or I never thought about how the young interns or the the youth or the the young <laughs> 25-year-olds, they they run a lot of the uh, the Capitol and the White House behind the scenes. Yeah. You have these mega politicians walking down the hallways. And these young people are really the witness to history. You know, just as an aside, I don't know if you heard, like, I think it was Adam Kinzinger. One of them was on one of the shows the other night. And he played, he actually played some of the... Um, a, a tape of audio tape of what his intern, he goes, can you imagine like your first day? Because remember the new term was starting like first That's day right. and a new young intern comes into the office and hears this. And he plays this horrible, really threatening video uh, audio that they got on the telephone. And all these young interns are taking messages that are threatening them and threatening the people that they work for and, uh, you know, and threatening them to keep their mouths shut. I mean, it's really scary stuff, you know, and it's one thing if you're in Congress and you feel like, okay, like, especially him, I mean, like he's done a lot of really, he's been uh, to war and everything, but a 25 year old young woman or a young boy, Eager, you're in the White House. Oh my God! And they hear those like, things. Hang Mike, Mike Pence, and all of these. Unbelievable. Parts. Yeah. So, I'm glad that she spoke up, but I'm glad that Liz Cheney protected her, and that's why they made her come in to sort of stop that. Yeah, and but here's the interesting part because we we've talked about Liz Cheney before, but I want to refresh. So we have Cassidy Hutchinson, who I said was a six of clubs, eight of diamonds and a six of clubs, which we actually uh, did write this story on dearwisewomen.com. We're starting to build out the story because this will be a series. That is for sure. So we're going to talk about Cassidy's cards, Cassidy Hutchinson, and, and what, what gave her the courage to speak truth to power. And then Liz Cheney is a Triple King of Hearts. Yeah. So these are two fabulous women that are so different, yet in in many ways. But for one thing, I mean, I have to say they were both is is they both were very right. But I mean, Cassidy was a Republican. You know, she worked in the Republican Party, and. I mean, just as an aside, her boss, Mark Meadows, has the same birthday as Liz Cheney. Is that right? <laughs> Can you believe that? So that's just an example of how um, a a card could be could go to the top and manifest really high or sort of manifest really low. I mean, and depending on your point of view, you could decide which one is high and which one is low. But it's amazing that they have the same birthday. And here's this young girl, and she's been protected by the woman, by, by Liz Cheney. And, and with, with a triple king of hearts. Which is the, which is the, the loving father card, but the coach, the, the person who wants to make things okay and to, to help people. And maybe that's why Mark Meadows had that, I, I don't know, I guess he felt he had to protect Trump, 
I guess he was trying to protect the president, but Liz Cheney was trying to protect our country. She had a broader thing. And so same with Cassie. She had to stand up for for the country. I mean, and, you know, the culture has shifted. You know, we have shifted so much in this country that, um, you know, speaking up the truth, you know, even in corporate America, it's like if you tell if you want to say something, you're called a whistleblower. Where for how many years have I been saying, Jerry, they should be called do-gooders. Like speaking the truth has become a challenge um, where it should be cherished. Yeah, because there's the, they have all those alternative facts and people have to agree on a set of facts. I mean, to me, truth is truth. You know, the truth is the truth. But I don't know. I heard someone point out today. Well, it depends on how you perceive the truth. I mean, I don't see this another thing, but, you know, I, I really do feel that there's a lot of people that were at that Capitol, not the, not the ones that were organized to be there, but those are people who really believed in the big lie. Um, mm-hmm. I think that they were really, they really believed in their heart that they were doing something that was, that was for the country. The problem was they were lied to and they were, they were able to, they weren't able to see through the non the nonsense that was being fed to them. And, you know, that has a lot to do with the, with the media too, on, you know, what they're hearing all the time. And it's very complicated. It really is. But I just found it was interesting that Mark Meadows has the same birthday as Liz Cheney. And, you know, I guess they never celebrated the birthdays together. Well, you know, it's interesting because, you know, we at Dear Wise Women, we've been covering many stories. And when I, I looked at the Six of Clubs, Eight of Diamonds and the Six of Clubs, I said, Jerry, we've we've done this person's cards before. And back in January, we looked mm-hmm. at the Super Bowl. Yep. yep. And and it was uh, Andrew Whitworth. Yep. Man of the Year, Walter Payton uh, Award. For the NFL. NFL. Player of the year. So you have this big, strong football player Mm -hmm. who's who we have uh, the link in our story to, who is also speaks truth to power and and feels that we're not doing enough. Right. Right. And you have Cassidy Hutchinson sharing the same card. And then you have Liz Cheney and Mark (laughs) Meadows. Sort of. Yeah, there's a lot of irony here. But um, and I could see, you know, as a new, you know, as working in the White House, you know, Cassidy Hutchinson must have really liked Mark Meadows. It must have been like, oh my goodness, I, I have like the greatest job ever. Right. I would have thought so too. I, I mean, how could you not love going to work every day? Absolutely, you know. And she was like a, a few steps away. From, I mean, she was like right in the in the powers. It was like she had the power seat. She was like outside of his office, down the hall from the Oval Office. And from what I understand, it's not nearly as big as it you think it is. So it's a small walk, you know, it takes like a second to get to, you know, from from one place to the other. And, you know, she heard some really, really bad things and was told things to be aware of. And, you know, and then she was, you know, threatened to, you know, you know who you, you know who is, is, um, reads the transcripts and is listening to all this. And we know you're going to do the right thing. You know, this is like, like mafia talk, you know what I mean? Like don't really say it, you know, but just imply it. Well, you know, so I'm from New Jersey as our fan base probably knows. And in Jersey, (laughs) that is kind of, it's like the, the nod or the, you know, it's like the chin goes, you know, and you, you would think that, um, it, it's it shouldn't be like this, right? But that's you know when people. Okay, so here's what I'm going to, going to say to our listeners, because this isn't going to be the first time you hear that someone has to blow a whistle or say something, or you may realize other points. You know, someone's going to speak, and and it might be your loved one that comes to you. So I'm going to share one tip with you that I've learned. <laughs> If you're working in corporate or anywhere and they have a, a tip line, Disguise your you're going to call, 
never, never, never call the tip line because the person who who pays who who pays that bill, okay, maybe it's like you know splitting hairs. It's like no, the the tip line cannot tell you what that person said. They cannot show you the transcript of what that person said. But it doesn't say that you cannot listen if you're in that room. And I found this out in my corporate career at at, uh, at Thomson Reuters when when uh, things came back verbatim from the tip line. And years later, I found out that it did not say you could not listen. And if you're in a room, so that's my advice. Never call a tip line. Call an outside attorney. <laughs> yeah. How about disguising your voice? Well, maybe that would work. I think I think you would have to disguise your voice and not disclose your name. Yeah, not disclose your name. And you know, use one of those things. Maybe you can talk into something, and then it hasn't really a pseudonym voice. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's really a shame, and I I hope that we do come back to a more uh, to you know that we take things more seriously. That we're not you know, going after the people that are whistleblowers, but are truth tellers. Right. I mean, that's really what it's about. And I'm, I'm, you know, the other card she has that eight of diamonds yeah. is a, is a shine card, you know, that those people shine. They just, sh- they're, they smile and you feel something from them. It's a very powerful card. So the combination for her is, is very powerful. So you could see how she was, she was a well-respected young woman, you know, and she, they, the men, I mean, they're all so much older than her. They trusted her, you know, and, and, you know, that Pat Cipollone, the, the lawyer, he's going to, now he says he's going to uh, go on Friday to be interviewed, but it's going to be taped. But like, you know, he, she said, he was like, Oh, you know, make sure we don't, that they don't go to the Capitol. I mean, people were saying things to her that she knew what was going to happen. And so she really had to, she really sort of had to come forward. I think she had come forward. I think it was that they had to protect her. So that's why she came public, publicly forward. When you think about it, she was told like they they wanted to take away the, 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 whatever that. The Magna, whatever it's called. Yes. Guns. Right. I mean, this this could have been such bloodshed, and you know, in our country right now, we just, we have bloodshed, and yeah, you know, we. And he said they're not coming after me, so it doesn't matter. Like, how did he know that? Well, because they were coming after other people. We don't have to, you know. This is not what we do, but but it's we're sticking it's to. Part of it. We want to keep focused on who their cards are. And who their their inner superpowers and their personality traits. So you know, Cassidy Hutchinson is is a is a strong woman with a bright future. Because you know, you have to speak the truth to power. And, yeah. and she did. She did the country a favor. And and I think that she will always be the one that you know how they talk about James Dean being. His name being the yeah. the the uh, turning point in Nixon, she's going to be, I think, the turning point here because everything that they've had so far has been shocking. But this was the first time they had someone. The things that she said were were much more shocking than than before. She's going to have have turned the corner on it because now other people are coming forward. You know, and I always say, if only one person would just come forward, more people would feel comfortable, you know, saying the truth. It's very hard to be the only truth teller. Well, you know, it's interesting. And I think that she actually has a more important role in history um, because we also saw the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Yeah. And women's rights. And it's like, this is almost like what is going on in our country? It's all part of the same thing. It's been a a fifty year. We are going to take control of the Supreme Court. Yeah, and I've known it for fifty years. I've been aware of it for so long that um, to me, it's horrifying. You know, because they're going to come after different rights now. I mean, I'm 
old enough, I don't have to worry about it. You know, I don't need pre- prenatal care. But, you know, they're not, it, it, they, they look at the gun laws. I mean, it's okay to carry a gun, but, you know, 10-year-olds who was pregnant it was like, so what? You know, she had to be taken to a different state. But I, I think what's what my hope is, and maybe this will become because Cassidy Hutchinson has that six of clubs, which is the mission and the purpose card. I think these young women are going to lead us out of this mess because I think the women have to real and the good men. Mm-hmm. There are I think that's why we're called men. dear wise women because <laughs> there's always wise women, <laughs> dear wise women. Please yeah. help us. Um, I, I think that it's because it was such a, a, a deep slap. I think now we're going to swing back and really emerge from this pandemic, taking control, taking our rights back, and mm-hmm. maybe settling some of the the uncertainty in our. I mean, our economy. I mean, listen, women. We we make the decisions, most of the decisions in the household income and how things are paid. And we are in better shape than the media wants to tell us. And, Absolutely. And, you know, and I, think I don't know. In Tennessee, the price <clears throat> of gas has come down. I don't know about you guys. <clears throat> well, it has come down, especially um, if you drive 10 miles further, you can save another five cents. But it has come down. I got it for under $4. You know, so I've, that's pretty good. I think I, I'm at four fifty, but it's whenever it goes up. Like I think it was like two thousand eight. It went from, you know, three dollars to five. Whenever you jolt it up, it it just puts tremors into the marketplace, and and it's taking money right out of your wallet. It's just like, okay, here you're my new partner. Let me give you a few extra bucks. Right, but it's it's nothing. I mean. So much is being manipulated by the the elite, in, in my opinion, well, in terms of, you know, the supply chain, the whole thing. I mean, some of it is legitimate and some of it is just really manipulation. I think I really do. Well, and right. I think that the people who lie just are going to lie to stay in power. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting because right before the pandemic, if if you remember before the uh, the shutdown, I, I was on a call with a, with a bunch of people and. The price of gas had had dropped so much. People were trying to like, wait, where can we store this? This <laughs> where can we store it? It was like, I don't know, maybe under two dollars, or it was it was just dropping. And we were talking because we weren't even thinking about the pandemic or that people wouldn't be traveling. We we were thinking actually what we were talking about was maybe it was like a the Saudis against the Russians. We just didn't know why what was coming next. And then, right. You know, now we have the Ukraine. Then, I mean, like who could even like wrap their brain around what Russia is doing right now. I no, can't, I, I really can't. It's so sad. Well, and I think that, um, Zelensky, who we, we also talked about is a, is a strong man. And I think he's, you know, I mean, there's a lot that we didn't understand. Because, you know, NATO, they wanted, you know, NATO did not, was, they were not allowed to be in NATO. Really? Yeah. Okay. Now, and, wait, who, who and, was that? Oh, Ukraine. Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah. I, they didn't want, because Russia didn't want them. Right. It, they, but meanwhile, now, what, Sweden and, and Finland. Finland. And I, I think that that, I don't know. I know that Russia just uh, stepped up their bombing over the past this past weekend, and uh, it's just it's it's really horrific. I don't know how it's going to end, honestly, Donna. I, I'm afraid that it's going to end up being a world war only because um, Putin is just, you know, is, is a hardhead. But you know. We also, we talked about in the past, Brittany Griner, and that's a big deal today, too, because the oh. president actually spoke to her um, her wife today, 
So Brittany Griner is the basketball star on uh, the WNBA. And it's interesting because, you know, in here in the U.S., women basketball players only make like around 200,000. So they typically, many of them go to Russia or to other countries where they're paid millions in the off season. So that's why she was there in the first place. Right. And, and, you know, that's all, it's because the inequity of the sports about how they pay uh, the professional women, it's, it's not good. You know, I'm sure that she will not be going back to Russia when she leaves there. She probably won't be leaving the U.S. You know, I think I think she will become if first of all, she has to get her head together. Oh, this is harsh. She's like six foot nine and they have her. They transport her in a cage where she can't even like. Yeah, no, I, I know. And she but when she comes back. She's going to really have to, you know, that PTSD and the stress oh, yeah. from it. And and then I think, though, as an athlete, she's going to be able to re- regroup. Actually, we talked about this on sports, that she's going to team up with Simone, Simone Miles, Miles. <laughs> who was recently honored. Yep. And I, and I think that it's going to be this, this um, eclectic, diverse group of women just her and Simone Biles next to each other is is a has to be a sight to be seen (laughs) yeah and then add Cassidy Hutchinson add Liz Cheney add these women that are going to come forward and you know maybe that's how it should be because you know when they talk about diversity you know it's in the workforce there's no welcoming wagon when you start working somewhere there's no one that comes in and says, oh, we're so happy for you to be here. Let me show you around and tell you all about the things you're supposed to do. Right. Not really. No, that's not how it works. But maybe uh, you have these, these, all these women that come together, like with different personality traits, different, in, different experiences. Oh, speaking of that, you know, one of the people who are on the, on the committee, there are a few women, um, Zoe Lofgren. She's mm-hmm. from um, California, I think, and she was she was a um, a law student and worked on the Nixon um, impeachment trial when she was just a student, like a, a young young lawyer student student lawyer. Then when she was a little older, she actually worked on the Clinton one also when they were oh looking to impeach Clinton. So now she's <laughs> now she is. Uh, Oh, I know what it was. I'm sorry. She worked for a member of the House Judiciary Committee when she was a student. And then when she was when Clinton was um, being impeached, she was on the House Judiciary Committee. And now she's part of this committee, um, you know, looking into January 6th. So she's got a very long history. So what I always say is, Jerry, what are her cards? Mm. I knew you would ask me that. And of you, course I would. Because and, you, that, and of course, you know that I looked up her birthday. So yeah, her birthday is. Uh, yeah, I, never mind her birthday. It's her cards. Um, she's ten of hearts. Oh. She's an ace of diamonds and another ten of hearts. So but that's, that's another. So you have more hearts surrounding Cassidy Hutchinson. Isn't that funny? Diamonds. But so that 10 of hearts is that, you know, doing really well with groups of people like, and that's where she, where she would shine in in, with groups of people. Um, And then there's two other women who are on that committee. And I just happened to look them up just because whatever. I just was like, you know, what, what would hold them together? I so that Stephanie Murphy from Florida, um, eight your favorite eight of clubs. <laughs> so she's smart, and then a six of diamonds and a four of spades. Wow. So she comes up with it through that financial responsibility, the brain power, and then the very stable type of person. And then the last one is Elaine Luria, and she's August fifteenth. 
Oh, my oh. favorite card. Your favorite card. Melinda double, Gates. The, the, sorry, jack, double jack of clubs and a two of clubs. So we know she's brilliant. So, I mean, the women who are on this committee, Liz Cheney and, and Zoe Lofgren and um, that's Stephanie Murphy and Elaine Luria, they're all really smart, intelligent women. And you've got a combination of clubs and hearts. You know, it's that really, are the really driving factors of them. I tell you, I have renewed faith in in how we will emerge because these are women. When you know Jerry and I, we look at we look at people, we look at relationship dynamics, we look at groups of people. This just makes me feel so much better when you realize the synergy and the there's like the heart and there's the brains. <laughs> Because that's what it really takes to stand up. And it's interesting because the people that are more in charge are the ones that have heart. And then the people who are really, you know, more of the attorneys doing the nuts and bolts of it right now, which I'm sure that's where like the Stephanie and the, the, Mm -hmm. the, they're like the, they're the the, uh, clubs, (laughs) the mental power, but you know, if you're but you can't be a king of You have to be smart if you're a double. Of course she is. Triple queen, queen, king of Well, that's royalty. I mean, but king of hearts. When you, when you think about it, if you're going to give your life to politics and government, and you have to work with all of these people, I, you know, I don't have a heart, and I could tell mm-hmm. in my cards, and I know I could not possibly do this, because you have to have a certain level of. Of, of of being able to embrace so you know embrace so many different personalities it would be it would be hard i mean i could do it i could have been I've, i could work in that office as a king of clubs yes you I could be on that commission well you yes me the, I, I want I to be on that commission <laughs> <laughs> i want to be there but you know donna I think we probably should take a a really quick break and um, let's be back in a minute. She sits alone in a chair by the window of a cafe she sips hot tea off a tray every weekday like she's on display but no one knows her name people ask but she won't say and when something deep inside her We're back, Donna. That was some uh, some start, you know, yep. to the show, and and I think, uh, oof, it it is exhausting when you think about it. Oh, I know, I know, and we've got more coming because uh, another woman, young woman, stepped forward. Um, and I think another person who was very close in the White House and who were actually resigned very quickly. Um, when after January 6th. And I think she's confirmed a lot of what Stephanie, I mean, uh, um, Cassidy, Cassidy has said. And I think that uh, she's going to be on Tuesday. And so I think we'll, I don't know her birthday yet. So we'll have something to talk about um, in a few days after we hear what she has to say. I think this is a story that is going to continue to unfold. Um, the truth to power and the truth always comes out. So we will continue our conversation on this topic. Um, but, you know, Jerry, I, I was thinking about it today because I, I had an interesting day. Uh, you know, it's great. First, I have to say about your day. So Jerry, my sister in Nashville, 
has managed to, um, <laughs> she has two dogs and all of a sudden a cat showed up. And now she has made peace with the cats and the dogs are all in love with each other. Yeah. So Jerry, you can make Pete, you can show us the way. I can lead the way. <laughs> I never thought I that that in the beginning when that poor little black cat was sitting outside my door and the dogs were barking at her. I I could have never envisioned a day that my little like Poochie, the puppy who's now a year old, would be like just cleaning the ears of the cat. <laughs> And and you have an old dog, and you have an old dog too, who's who yeah. actually has learned new tricks. Absolutely, <laughs> she she like runs back in just like she's a puppy, and she's like eighteen years old. I mean, she can't even walk. I mean, you know, she's like the old ladies or me <laughs> dancing <laughs> on the dance floor when and you then know, hobbling you feed a cat, off. right and hobbling off. Like you know, she'll be outside and she'll be. Oh, but then when you leave her out a little longer and you have her come in, she lopes and she runs into the house, runs up the stairs, and then hobbles away. <laughs> but, I, but I think there's a really big message in that, that, that given the right circumstance that we all can see, we can all meet each other where we are and live in a yeah. peaceful state. Because if I, if I thought your house was so chaotic <laughs> at some point... And you got everyone on the same page. It's amazing. They're all, I could be sitting in a room and they're all here. I actually I was in, in, in this room and I, for a while earlier, and I got up to go to see where everyone was. And I take a look and I, I look at the cats on the chair and the, and the little dogs in another spot. They're just hanging out together. Dave's in the in his room. It was so funny. Everyone was everyone had their own place, but there was peace and quiet in the house. That was not how it used to be. And I'm I'm proud to say that I have made peace between Princess and Poochie, Poochie and Princess. And and I and I think that that this is what we do um, with or what our goal or our mission is is to is to make peace based on the cards and the day you were born. Well, you know, wait, wait, I have to tell you, I know Poochie, he's a six of clubs. Of course he is. <laughs> I, you know what? I had a feeling because he was on a mission to get into your house and make peace with find his spot in your house. <laughs> yes, that was his mission. But but today I was on an interesting call. Um, you know, I get lots of of emails because if people want to reach me, they can reach me on LinkedIn. They can reach me on Facebook. They can send me a, a note on Dear Wise Women. There's many ways to reach Donna Bernard. And I was invited to this corner office call. And it was to to explain what we're doing. And you know, I it was really interesting taking this journey on how, you know, from my corporate life here in New Jersey and your from your corporate life to your mu music life in Nashville. And we're sisters in our sixties. And we've been talking about why the day you were born sets your personality traits. And I was telling them, and then we built this blog, Dear Wise Women, and the, built out the relationship dynamics. And we have, you know, we store our content on YouTube. And by the way, we're on 360 talk radio for women. <laughs> right. And they're looking at me and they're going, well, what's your business plan? I'm like, okay, um, a year ago, we didn't know we had this. <laughs> now, this is a conversation we've had. And this guy's like, well, I don't know what the business plan. You always start with a goal. I said, well, <laughs> this is a how goal, I. A goal is world peace. It's easy, Donna. <laughs> well, you said world peace. I said to make money. <laughs> of course <laughs> that's the whole thing I'm... between rich and rich and rich and <laughs> and they you know I said well what's the call to action and they said well and I explained how we're starting to do advertorials and we have um, an upcoming we have some special people coming on board um, and we always start with the day they are born their personality traits and then what's their why and we have some really interesting guests um, coming up. And if anyone does want to reach out to us that we can, you know, talk to you about our new advertorial. Um, and so I thought that was kind of funny because he kept going, but what's your ROI? 
And Jerry, <laughs> when somebody says ROI to me, I say rate of interest by Donna Bernard. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> and somebody goes, well, well, what are your numbers? I said, well, okay, so we just hit over 14,000 views on our um, on, on our blog. post. Yeah. And people could go, well, that's not a lot. I go, oh, that is a lot by two <laughs> wise women. <laughs> it started a blog, which started with, by the way, our story on Melinda Gates divorcing Bill Gates. The fastest divorce ever was when we realized we had something with the relationship dynamics. Yep. Then we did the royal quandary over the summer, and oof, we could talk about the Queen, Kate Middleton, and and Meghan Markle. I'm sorry, my love. I think I'm going to call her Meghan Markle, my love. Oh, don't please, please don't. But we could just we could talk about it anyway. But but about Harry and William and uh, well, we Kate's my love. I love Kate. <laughs> but but and now a year later, we're talking about a young woman, Cassidy Hutchinson, leading the way to stand truth to power and who will follow her and what other fabulous woman, Liz Cheney, to help her to lead the way and being surrounded by the hearts and then having a football player, Mm -hmm. Andrew Whitworth, sharing Cassidy Hutchinson's cards. So if people want to reach out to us and say, what are my kids' cards? Or who's who am I? Um, we are available for consultation, for conversation, because everyone wants to know their inner superpowers, what sets their personality traits, how they how they can work with other people. And at the end of this conversation in the corner office, they were talking about how somebody had this Zoom party and there were like 20 people on Zoom drinking bourbon. And I said, gee, that must have been incredibly boring. I said, you know, Zoom, <laughs> Zoom is a zoo without the, they added the M because it made them laugh. And they were just like, oh, my God. I said, how much more fun would it have been if Jerry and I were there talking about your personality traits? And then we would have had who you famous personality traits you share. And I goes, oh, my God, that would have been a blast. And this was the man who could not crack a smile, <laughs> who kept asking me his ROI. And I was like, and I'm not going to even ask you your <laughs> But you too can call me. And he said, well, you know, uh, one smile goes a long mile. Oh, God. Hey, one it goes smile a long goes- way, a smile. It's a long while. <laughs> or maybe anyways, it's like it's, it takes you a while to to make give a smile. A smile right. <laughs> it takes you too much of a while. Well, and you know what? With people walking around, and we, we have to remember how we look at other people because whatever we're thinking and whatever someone else is feeling, if we could just make eye contact or just <laughs> smile or you, you just lift somebody else up. Absolutely. Goes a long way. So I think with that, we say, Jerry, it's a wrap, but we will continue this conversation. Absolutely, because people are going to be coming forward and we're going to talk about all the women that are um, speaking uh, truth to power. And we'll see if some of the men have the courage to speak truth to power under oath or if they're just going to be, you know, the I dialing, take, the take the fifth or dialing in there like she's lying, like, but not under not under oath, you know. No, I think they all take the fifth. It's like I'm not telling. Instead of saying every time they say I take the fifth, just think of in your head. I'm not I'm telling. Not telling. <laughs> I'm not telling. <laughs> I'm not telling. Because if I told you, then I would it would be a crime. So I take the fifth. I'm not right. telling. <laughs> I take the fifth, right? That's hysterical. In your mind, that's a good thing. Don't say when they say take the fifth, you just think. I'm not telling you single, like a little bratty little kid go, I'm not telling. Well, you know what? I, and this is why people love to talk to us. We just came up with that. That's not in any notes, Jerry, but no. it will forever be sticking in my head. <laughs> right, me too. I'm not telling. <laughs> All right, Donna. Well, I think it's time for me to be it's Jerry Isaacs. Peace out. Donna Bernard. 
Thank you for joining us. We'll be back next week. Take care. This is Olivia Francis. Thank you for listening to What's Your Birthday and What Does It Mean with Jerry Isaacs and Donna Bernard. Please join us every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern and 6 p.m. Central. You can join their live discussion on Clubhouse in their club, What's Your Birthday, Tuesday and Thursday, 7 Eastern, 6 Central. Please visit DearWiseWomen.com and read, follow, and share as they take a fresh look at people in the news. This program was for entertainment purposes only.
Now that you feel 